2: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who
1: aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: Hey, people, this
1: is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is, is season, season four, four of, of Better don't Let, Let Me, Me Tell You. you.
2: Come in and pull up a chair. It's Cherry. Well, that's the theme no, song. No, that's the theme song. The theme song, well, yeah. Well, now that you've listened to our theme song. Oh, it's going to kill me until I remember it. Well, well whatever. Welcome to episode 158. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy
1: Friday. Happy bitter Friday. Happy Battle Friday. How is everybody? I think everybody's good. Looking forward to this long weekend. Yeah. We all very much do deserve it. Do we have it. long
2: weekend plans? Of course everybody has long weekend plans. I don't have any plans. Of course you do. You just don't know you do yet. I guess next week, we'll talk about all right. these plans I had. Yeah, you'll be like, oh my god, you were right.
1: I had so many plans. Yeah. Um, I have a friend coming in from out of town, so yeah, I, I have plans, essentially. Oh, well, excuse me.
2: You know. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Yeah.
1: Does that mean that I'm going to ride in a car with Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears?
2: Yeah, that didn't end too well.
1: I know. But I still get to ride in a car with Britney Spears.
2: And Lindsay Lohan. Which,
1: by the way... Okay, we talk about Demi Lovato way too much on this podcast. Okay. I dreamt with Demi Lovato last night. Oh, tell me about it. Demi Lovato last night, because of her interferences or whatever. Their
2: interference.
1: Well, okay, because of Demi's interferences, I was not able to sell. This is actually, this is a very big, now I think about it, it's a culmination of everything for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I was not able to sell like $100,000 worth of chicken.
2: This was in your dream. Yes. Okay, good thing that was a dream because if that would have been reality, that we with being Pompoyo spent a hundred thousand dollars in chicken and we didn't sell it. Because of Demi Lovato? Because of Demi be... Lovato, we we'd be knocking on Demi Lovato's door. Yeah. We be... Demi, I love you. I love you, Demi.
1: Eat a le- eat a melon cake. But yes. And I remember waking up being very upset at Demi. <laughs> which again just goes to show you that we talk a lot about it and the past there's, couple there's, weeks of my life has revolved around chicken. a lot of people
2: mad at demi now <laughs> you know i know we talked about demi lovato in the last episode
1: mm-hmm. and the one before the one before
2: i okay i'm i love demi lovato i i have for a long time i think she's super talented you know everybody knows her struggles i
1: and if you don't she's coming out with a new documentary next year
2: will <laughs> be the fourth one right um you know she has a lot of she's had a lot of struggles and you know she's always for me it's always been I, i've always subscribed to it i
1: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know i something about her resonates in me she again it's very personal like right, right, right. her her music or her voice is, her voice is
1: actually we were talking about this the other day very emotive
2: she's one of these people that i feel her when i yeah. when i yeah, listen yeah. to her um and i'm a fan and um you know this whole thing about her well no they coming they. out as non-binary they have um you have to stop and think about it yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. No, that's no, no no that's no 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 fine. but i'm saying you do because it's i've it's, it's, gotten it's a, change. a lot of pushback and it made me like I, I've, I've tried to think about this in a different. In, in, in several different ways okay and I think is it because has Demi Lovato gotten a lot of blowback over this because of so many issues that she's had that now people are a little bit like exhausted like, like what next a little bit they have a little bit of mm-hmm. Demi drama fatigue yeah but then I think about like well if this is her true self this isn't really drama it's her true self I, their true self their true self, yes, it's 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 a learning curve. It's, it's it is a learning, learning curve. It's okay. It's, it's good as long as we acknowledge it yep. and respect it. So, do you think that's one of the reasons why they have gotten such a bad? I, I think it's
1: a. I think it's one of those things where it's you know, again, you can share your truth,
2: and it's great. And we and, and the reason and, I say that is because, for example, Sam Smith. Came out as gender fluid, and I know you had some opinions about that. And so did um, I. Always forget this person's name. The from Queer Eye, the the one with the long hair, and
1: Jonathan Vegas. Oh, right. really? He also came out as yes. Yeah.
2: So whatever. Right. So I feel that people are a lot more accepting of them. Are people like not as accepting of me of Demi Lovato because? Well, she is outwardly female, um, but I think has gone through a lot of things. Or, as I said, people are fatigued.
1: I think it's that. I think it's that. I think it's people are fatigued by by the demi of it all. There's 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 dem overload. Um, I think it's you know okay. You had your, your 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 overdose. Oh my god, are you okay? We care. We want to care about you. We want to that you're okay. Okay, now you've got a documentary to tell us about this. And you're telling us that even though you died on the table, essentially, you're still drinking. And now you're also upset about...
2: California f- about, sober.
1: Whatever. Now you're upset about yogurt shops. And now you're non-binary. Like, it just seems like it's just like a lot. And people, I think it's more about just like, you know what, Demi? Just go get go get yourself sorted. And then go away for like a couple months. <laughs> Come back only, and, and only, we'll, we'll have that conversation. My only issue
2: with Demi Lovato in terms of being an open book, and and look, Demi Lovato has always been an open book. This is nothing mm-hmm. new.
1: She should be like Natasha Bedingfield, unwritten.
2: <laughs> They've always been an open book, and and that's good. The, the 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 flip side to that is when you are so open and so candid in such a huge public way, right. and and so frequently, your missteps are taken. A lot differently. Because. Well, Schattemfreude. Huh? There's, there's Freud they're, they're taking a lot differently. And, you know, the, this whole thing now with the, the gender being gender fluid or non-binary. I'm sorry, non-binary. That's the proper word. The proper term. Being non-binary. You know, maybe Demi Lovato has felt this way for a long time. And maybe just now. it's something that they realized. Whatever it is, I think that. It you know, and, and this is how I feel about <clears throat> issues with people being non-binary. It could be very confusing, right? It, it can because I've read a lot about this, mm-hmm. and it can be very confusing because there's different, you know, there there's confusing. people there's people that are like Demi Lovato, for example. Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato is considers herself now non-binary, prefers to go by they them. But they are still outwardly female well, and look feminine. They're not
1: androgynous. Right.
2: Look outwardly female and and, and are feminine. Present feminine. Present feminine. Right. And from everything she has said, while she is open to being with a woman, she was engaged last year with a man. Right. And right? before that with Wilmer Ford. Or drama. they were with a man. So if Demi Lovato were to eventually date another date man. a man. Right. Right, you know, people be like, but wait, like you're queer. You're so right. so. What's going on? Right, right. The, you said queer, the yeah. word that right. we the, don't, the, don't like <laughs> the Q word. Yes, but I, the I, Q I, word.
1: I Listen, we're embracing non-binary. We're embracing so, gender fluid. We're gonna right.
2: embrace queer. Right, we are.
1: I mean, for the purposes of this conversation,
2: okay. Anyway, that's a conversation <laughs> yeah. for another day. Um, but anyway. I think that confuses people, and it's okay if it's if you're confused right. because these aren't simple things. These these are very well, it's, complex. It's identity, things, right? Because, like for example, in that in that example that I gave, mm-hmm. outwardly they may look like a straight couple,
1: but you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, right?
2: But you don't. Not only yeah. that, but but you don't know the identity of each person, right? right? So, I, I think that in all this, it's just. Again, it goes back to common decency and respect. Mm-hmm. If somebody is telling you that they are non-binary, even if they are, you know, their their gender at birth was female and they look and, and they have and implants and bigger tits than Dolly Parton, well, well, but, no, no, right, no, no, no. But, no, no, but I'm but saying they're, like they're totally female. That's what I'm saying, like feminine, feminine, female, feminine, feminine, feminine. That was feminine. their assigned gender at birth, and that is their biological gender. If they're telling you they're non-binary, then just respect that and.
1: Do your best do with the your pronouns. Best
2: to, to, and do, I think that I say do your best with the pronouns because it can get a little confusing right, from a confusing, grammar perspective. But, but I think that people that are non-binary and see that you're making an effort mm-hmm. will appreciate that. Right
1: on the on the on the most on the part, most part, I most part. think
2: that they'll appreciate that you're making an effort right. to to understand. Right, right. It's just respect them, make an effort, and if you don't understand it. It's okay if you don't understand it. It is complicated. It, mm-hmm. it can be complicated. Um, but it's okay if you don't understand it. Just be respectful to the person. Well, and, and say, if this is what you feel and this is your truth, I, it's not my job to understand it or not understand it. It's oh, Or to have an opinion as to what you feel or no, you identify. I, it, yeah. it's, it's simply my duty as a fellow human being just to be respectful enough to that if you want to be called... They, there, them, then—that's fine. And you know, I heard a great argument on, on Demi Lovato's podcast. I, I forget the person she was speaking with. Um, it, it's another non-binary person. I forget their name now, and and I should have known their but name. But it's the guest of it's
1: the guest of the first episode of Demi's podcast. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. They said something that was very interesting, which we have talked about before about saying they, 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 them, theirs is grammatically incorrect. Right, and they said. If you care about grammar more than you care about somebody's feelings, then you need to check on that. Which is true. I mean,
1: I mean, I'm a little bit of a grammar Nazi, so that's oh, I hate grammar. <laughs> I hate,
2: and this coming from somebody who considers himself a writer. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a grammar Nazi.
1: So yes, they're correct in what they're saying, but I, I still, oh, it just it, it, it,
2: it stings me a little bit. It, improper grammar stings me a little yeah. bit. So. I don't know, maybe next month since we'll technically be in June. Yep. We could well, talk Pride about Pride month? Pride month we could talk about uh, about why, queer. Why do <laughs> we like the word queer? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's a great
1: incre- You know what? We're going to do that for
2: Pride month. And We're going to talk about queer. I I want to go ahead and say that maybe it's for similar reasons. No, not completely, but kind of in the main mindset as to why do we don't like Latinx?
1: Bastante parecido. Yes. Again, if you want to
2: call yourself Latinx, listen. If you want to call yourself
1: yourself a traffic cone, that's fine. I will respect it, and I will call you. I will refer you as no
2: one to say otherwise. Right. I just I don't like when decisions are made for me. That this is what we are now, and this is what word we should be using. Right. 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 So we no longer say gay and Latin or Latino or Hispanic. Right. We say queer. Queer Latinx. Latinx Because that's just what. That's just what it is now. And it's like I. Didn't get like the when, Yeah, when did we did make this the, the decision? Memo?
1: I wasn't at that meeting.
2: I was. Me neither. I was probably in another Zoom call. You know what?
1: I think it was during the pandemic. <laughs> and I was on this. I remember the Zoom call, but I didn't have my camera on. Yes. You know, it was yes. just... Ugh, it was already November. Yes. So,
2: anyway. Oh, yeah. Did you see the <laughs> Billboard Awards?
1: I did not, because I was at the the last night of the Sobe Wine and Food Festival. Humble brag. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
2: <laughs> I, I went to the first night, which I yes, think you, you, have, you put yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. So... It was wonderful. We went to the Hamburger Bash, and yes. for those of you who have never been to one of these events, so uh, we highly recommend because it's one of these things that yes, well, we were invited, so that yes, was yes, wonderful. But, but
1: but all the but the proceeds do go to um, the FIU School of Hospitality and yes. and Culinary. But arts I, and stuff. when you go to
2: one of these like food events, you know whether you're invited or you pay for it, you kind of forget sometimes that it's like you could eat everything you want as mm-hmm. much as you without want without worry. Yes and I kind of like I'm like wait I could have another one like and another one and another one <laughs> My only my only criticism of the event is that was, there wasn't more food No I think that like halfway there should be like a treadmill Oh so you work yeah yeah because
1: or it, like un bicarbonato yeah, or something it was like, yeah what,
2: 15 16 places and each one of them had a burger for you to eat. And, you know, depending on which side you go on, by the time you – it's like U-shaped. By the time you reach the other side, it's like, oh, my God, there's like five, six, seven more burgers to go. And I just – I can't. I've already like, had like I just can't burgers. do burgers. Like. I just can't
1: do it. Sorry.
2: <laughs> but, no, it's a, it's a great event. It's a, it's a great event. But, yeah, it was the Billboard Awards. And who swept.
1: If in the Semana.
2: Isn't the weekend badass? He is badass. I have to say, you know, I like
1: the weekend. I don't dislike the weekend. I just, you know, I'm not as big a fan as you are. That's
2: no. I'm. I gotta tell you, he's up there for me. He's like probably in my top five. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I top five. I I love Abel. Like, I do. Like, I, I think I was telling you this the other day. It's like, I like his music so much, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't know. Like That is
1: great. That may be, like, my, the best thing I've ever heard. I don't know what to do with it. Like, I like it so much, I don't know what to do with it. I like, like, what, I like what do you every, mean? You I, don't know what to do with it. I like
2: everything it. about... I have one little criticism of him. Like, okay. one. One. This last album, After Hours, you know, the album where every time he came out, he was beat up and, and all that. I absolutely love the songs from that album. I love them. I love them. In Your Eyes especially is probably one of my favorite songs of his. And of course, Blinding Lights is great. My only like little criticism of him, um, but this is obvious as you become more mainstream, is that because he's become more mainstream, you know, his songs are less about about, like bitches, hoes, and drugs. Because that's basically what his songs were about. I mean, as they should be. I, I want more, and, you know, verbatim by him. Bitches, hoes, and drugs. <laughs> like,
1: I like that there's a differentiation between bitches and hoes.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, is it, is it a fine line? Yeah, and if you if if you want to see the weekend in fine form in terms of this concept, listen to Often. That's all I have to say.
1: Okay. Well, you have your marching orders, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Who else performed... Oh, Pink got the the Icon Award, right? Yes,
2: des- deservingly so.
1: Yeah, she's one of those. I think we've talked about before. Where we like her, we feel she's very underappreciated, especially in the last couple of years where people have kind of, I don't say forgotten about her, but I think she's, her image has matured in a way that mainstream music hasn't,
2: doesn't embrace. Well, I mean, but, look, she's been around for 20 years and she's after. 40. It's, That's it's it, over. you're done, yeah. I mean.
1: You're done. I mean, I, I, I pains me to say that, but you're done.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't no, matter no, who you no. are because even like Britney Spears. I mean, we we in, in trivia a couple of weeks weeks ago, one of oh, our yeah, questions right. was how many number one singles has Britney Spears had? She's only had two. Yeah. Britney hasn't had a radio hit in years. It, it's, it's, I mean, that's a conversation for another
1: day. Yeah, Cause we can go on for yeah, hours. Because I mean,
2: this is not, you know, Madonna is like trying to combat ageism in radio. And I have to tell you that
1: God bless her. Madonna is not going down Madonna without has a broken fight.
2: down a lot of, uh, you know, broken down a lot of doors and created, you know, a lot of pathways, especially for women and, and successfully. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she there, really has been yeah, yeah. a trailblazer. Um, that is one that she's not going to be able to break down.
1: No. And God bless her. She has tried. Because, oh yeah, if anything was going to get airplay, it was going to be Medellin. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was Maluma. Yeah. Maluma right now puts out anything, and it's going wind to wind up on the radio somehow.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it didn't, didn't, happen. didn't happen. And I think, and this is a little bit of a different conversation. I know this happens with every... Generation, and it certainly happened with millennials. But now with social media, I really do think that what is it now, zillennials
1: or generation? Mm, Gen, Z, Gen, Gen Z? Gen Z. Gen Z. I,
2: you know, remember a year ago or whenever when that saying "Okay, Boomer" was in?
1: Yeah, it was a couple You months know, ago, yeah. I, 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 ha- I kind of,
2: I, I had a problem with that. So did I? Because I'm obviously I'm not a baby Boomer. <laughs> you a couple years too young for that, yes. <laughs> or man, that 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 night cream really works. I'm not a baby boomer, but you know, baby boomers um contributed a lot to Yeah, for all the, the, the folds, world. for all the faults you know, they contributed a lot. Um they contributed a lot. And I think that saying okay, boomer is extremely dismissive. And this whole kind of attitude that a lot of the new generation has that they're like oh we you're have old. to live with the mistakes that the past. you made yeah. the mistakes that you guys did especially with the environment that's all true and that that is true but that's the case of every yeah you're not the generation. first you're not the first boo boo you know that's the case of every you know evolving as a society is is something that dealing with the past generation that that, that Always happens. Yeah. The new generation learns from the mistakes of the past. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's very dismissive because, you know, baby boomers did a lot. Because baby boomers were hippies. Baby boomers were people who were in the civil rights uh, marches. That's true. Baby boomers were, you know, people who, you know, went to the moon. You know, so they... We it, have a lot, we have lot to give it's, credit it's, for. It's a generation that actually, I think, contributed a lot. May have done mistakes, but... A right. lot of other generations did mistakes.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, um, you're doing TikTok dances.
2: Yeah. And I see that. I don't know again. <laughs> you're because, being dismissive while
1: you're not really doing much.
2: Because if it, you know, I don't even want to say that because look, millennials were were accused of being lazy. And, you no, know, that was Gen I, X. And as, no, I always heard it was millennials that they were accused of being lazy. And as I said oh, we're, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, yeah. technically millennials. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're Zenellials because we're and, like between and the two. We're, you know, I, I don't even know because the other day I looked something up that said millennials were people born between 1977 and 1997 uh-huh. and then some it's like 1980 80, yeah like yeah 90, yeah 90. that's so the thing they don't really they don't know yeah regardless yeah. we're at the tail end of right, it, right, right 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 but we're we fall somewhere in, in there, that category yeah. um you know it, it it's like every generation does it's great contributions and it's great things and Every generation learns from the mistakes of the past. I mean, it's a cycle. So That's stop it with this okay boomer and thinking that because you're young now, you are the shit because... We, One day we, you're going to be old. We've all been there when we thought we were yep. the shit. Yep. Um, and we thought that we knew more than anybody else and we were more clever. Mm. And before you know it, you... You are not. ...are 35. <laughs> yes.
1: And... And, and, and life is coming at you fast. Yes. So...
2: And you worry about who your accountant is.
1: As you should, really. So actually, on a similar-ish note, that is my leg. I'm feeling
2: up your leg thinking it's the leg of the table.
1: Okay, that tells me I need to increase leg day Okay. if you're confusing me with the table leg. So speaking of youth and mistakes of the past and all the like, now, in our high school years, some of our listeners may or may not know that you, sir, were the editor of our yearbook. I was. You were the editor of our yearbook. It was probably one of the best yearbooks in the history of that school. I have it to ba- tell you. You bankrupted, bankrupted the yearbook. I
2: bankrupted the yearbook. <laughs> but I went out with a bang. <laughs> what were they going
1: to do? Come after you in senior year? I produced year.
2: the largest yearbook <laughs> with like the most. I, you know, it's till this day. It is one of the things I'm the proudest of. Okay, because well, you remember how much work I put into that. No, you
1: really yearbook. did. I mean, that your book is like I, I'm. I like. Yeah, we're gonna bury you with a copy yeah. of it because it's. It's like it should go in like your in your tomb, like to it's uncommon. Yes. So, did you hear a story this week about a, a high school in Florida and a situation that happened with their yearbook? No. Okay. Well, a Florida school, Bartram Trail High School in St. Johns County took it upon themselves to edit photographs of several girls in the yearbook. And these are like, you know, the official school portrait picture.
2: Was it the, that, that they the deemed years or like just across the-, the
1: board, just across okay. the board that they deemed inappropriate. Now I'm going to show you one of the pictures that they edited. The untouched one is on the left and the retouched one is on the right. Okay. Now for the record, the only pictures that they, no. the only pictures that they did this to were girl were pictures of, of female course. students, okay. And we'll post some of the pictures as well. There was even one from a girl who I believe had gone through an illness. So she, you know, her hair is very short; it's starting to grow out. I, I want to say she went through chemo. She went through the hassle of, you know, not the hassle, but she went through the whole, you know, process of
2: right.
1: looking her best and pretty or whatever. And then they haphazardly.
2: And
1: this is a public high school. This is a public high school now. They the yearbook committee, quote-unquote, whomever that is, went in and made these edits. First of all, you saw the edits. They look like shit. On top of everything else, they're not even well done. They're not even well photoshopped. Um, and where's was I going with this? God damn it. And so the school – again, they did it to several girl pictures. And the interesting thing is – that oh, so the parents were obviously standing by the kids. Of course. Um, and the first thing that the girls' parents did was they went in there. And I think one of the girls was actually wearing the same shirt That day in school, that she was wearing in the picture, and the parent went to the you know principal's office or whatever and said, "Is my child you know dressed violating violating the dress code?" Or and they're like, "No, no, she's not violating dress code at all." And she basically pulled out the yearbook and says, "Okay, so why?" Absolutely so the school has decided that they're gonna uh, refund all the girls for the yearbook but they're not gonna they're not gonna reprint the yearbook mm-hmm. I mean obviously well you would yeah, you would I mean, know right, that's uh, would call us tens of thousands of dollars. right so that's just probably not an option but um yeah as our listeners know we are pretty feminist uh, on this show and I when I saw that article it pissed me oh off my gosh, to no avail I would be so upset it pissed me off to no avail because what you are essentially you're the, driving the, home the point of girls are 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 okay. Are, are to be ashamed of their bodies. Well, let me ask you something just, uh,
2: before I'm before we, we go down the feminist route. Uh, from what you read or for what came out in the news, whose decision was this? Was this the editor in chief's or the advisors?
1: That's what I don't see here.
2: But regardless, c- clarified.
1: It's because they the school then said you know oh we've we've looked we've looked into it there was a you know breakdown communication. they they gave a very like generic por Arribita answer. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, nobody you know. Nobody had a clear answer as to who made the ultimate decision. And where was this again? St. John's County here in Florida. Bartram
2: Trail High School. So, yeah, I have so many problems with this. I mean, first of all, first of all, if I would have been one of those girls, just a parent there, I would have been enraged. Because once again, you are making calls as to what's appropriate and inappropriate.
1: For a female student. For, not even for a student. In this
2: case, for a female, but in general, Who is making these calls, right? Because I would have understood, the only way I would have understood this is if these girls would have been wearing, if let's say somehow Mm -hmm. they got away with wearing something against the dress code. Right. Right? Right. But if they were wearing something that was compliant with the dress code, you are shaming them best. Based on the way their chest looks, right, right,
1: and you're drawing attention to it in a picture in a way that in would one not of the have
2: public ways there is. <laughs> right, right. I would totally, if I was a parent, even if the case would go nowhere, I would totally sue them for negligent infliction of emotional distress. Really? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because in 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 in, in a way to prove any ID mm-hmm. is that that's negligent infliction mm-hmm. of emotional distress. That's uh, under tort law. Um, one of the ways you prove that. Is like obviously that the person you're accusing did something bad, negative, mm-hmm. um, that it was foreseeable right. that what they did was going to cause you know emotional an distress, and impact on mm-hmm. that person, and that the person received it because now these girls were singled out because I'm sure how many of them were was it?
1: <laughs> oh, I'll look it up what you, you. It was
2: it was a handful. It was, it was,
1: was more than three. I mean, it, it was more than it, three, it, but, 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 probably but less more, than right. not more than twenty. Less, right, 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 right. So
2: you've now like. You've now pigeonholed a small amount in this case, girls, girls, correct in this high school, right? Yep. Because of the way they look, this was because the way they looked, because the way their chest looks, because of biology. Right. So, yeah, I think dozens of female students. Dozens. Okay. Um, that's that's a lot, and and. Who's making these decisions on, on, on what grounds, on what moral compass, on what standards? What standards are they using? They're, they're Not they're, the school's they're, dress code. Right. They're clearly not using the, – the, so they're using their own personal standards. Right. And who so, are they? So they are imposing their personal standards on the school yearbook. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of problems with this. I would totally sue their ass. And I would like – I would – well, which I imagine they're doing is that they're taking this national –
1: yeah, I mean, this was from People Magazine. Yeah, that I saw it. So clearly, yeah, they've gone national. But it, it's to me, it's so funny. Again, you know, you and I are are, are two men. You know, when we identify as men. Uh, you know, he, him, and all that. But the first thought that I had, it's funny how I went there because you know I'm not this quote unquote woke person, right? Like you know, extreme woke or whatever. I almost went to the mind of like, this is why rape culture exists. Mm -hmm. because what they're basically saying is that if a girl wears, you know, and you saw the pictures, and and we'll we'll post these pictures on our Instagram, you know, if a girl wears this, you know, oh, that means she's a slut, she's a skank, she's asking for it. What did you expect? She had, you know, you could see cleavage, you know, and this is not like, I mean, you've seen some of my shirts. I I have some deep cleavage. Okay, I have some deep V. I didn't,
2: actually, I didn't see it that way. My mind went straight to that. No, I didn't see it that way. My mind went straight to that. I saw it as more like shame you are making these girls feel shameful but in, a,
1: but in addition to that i, I went th- I, I went that route of like this is why rape culture exists i, I did because i didn't
2: see it along the lines of rape culture i saw it along the lines of shame you're making these girls feel shameful for their bodies which is already an issue right with with teenage well with everybody really going <laughs> but puberty, specifically right. teenage girls mm-hmm. um it, it's already an issue and again who is Who you? the moral gatekeeper making these decisions? Right, right, right. Um, this is why. <laughs> this is why you have to be very careful as to who's making these decisions, because a lot of times people in power—and what I mean, power—I mean, look, this. This is I the school you, board, or is that even is that, was... That, that was the advisor? You think it was the faculty I advisor? I think it was the advisor because I think that Mina, even if it wasn't the advisor. Because at least when I was editor in chief, I had a lot of actually I had <laughs> complete yes you did you know, autonomy <laughs> yeah. on the book like I as long as the book came out at the end of the year I was given free yeah. reign on the book yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did but I'm sure that if I would have put something inappropriate or if I would have crossed the line I would have been told hey you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So even if it's not the advisor's fault, it's the advisor's fault because at the end of the day, the advisor, the buck stops there. uh, Yes. So, um, you know, shame on them, shame on them for doing that. And you know, and those are one of those things you have to call out because if today it's girls cleavage, what is it tomorrow? Yeah. Or are they going to filter your pictures because you're not pretty enough?
1: Right. Where does it end?
2: Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. So, oh, that sucks.
1: That was awful. Yep, yep, yep. This is a public service announcement from the organization Fathers Who Want
2: Better Gifts. Hey, all. DJ here. On behalf of all the dads this Father's Day, I'm here to say we want better gifts. We want better gifts. Come on. We all love being the best dad, but do we really need a mug telling us so? Or better yet, a tie. Thanks to quarantine, people are barely wearing pants, much less formal wear. Come on. But you know what makes a great gift? A pair of the perfect jeans. No, no, no. That's really their name. The perfect jean. These soft, stretchy, and durable jeans come in several fits and use high quality materials and techniques. And let's face it, most of us dads gained a few pounds during COVID. So we could use a little room in our pants these days. And the best thing about giving the perfect genes for Father's Day, you can save cash while doing it. Visit theperfectgene.nyc today and use Pero20 for 20% off your first order. That's right. Dad will be proud you saved 20% using Pero20 on his gift. So this Father's Day, get your perfect dad or dad figure, the perfect gene, and use code Fatal 20 for 20% off your first order. Happy Father's Day. Anyway, well, bueno, let's bring it back to Miami.
1: Okay, well, we're already in Florida, so it, was, it wasn't too far of a trip. Let's
2: drive down. We're
1: just going to take a little drive down at Turnpike. The
2: Turnpike, which thankfully is still named. It's not named. It's still named after Ronald Reagan and not after another president. But anyway, um, oh,
1: is that a th- is that a thing now?
2: Oh, they wanted to name it the Donald Trump Turnpike.
1: That's that's a that's a thing. I honestly, I genuinely, I had oh, no, no, about no. This. It
2: got it got what? No, down. no, but I didn't even hear somebody that this was somebody a... proposed legislation to rename it the Donald Trump Highway uh, Turnpike. Because now what's what's called the Ronald Reagan Turnpike is the extension. Because a lot of people don't realize that the Turnpike, as it runs from from the Keys. Mm-hmm. To where is it? Somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. It's the Turnpike Extension. It's kind of like oh. a little little hair that takes you <laughs> south. But anyway, enough about highways. Um, and byways and so triways. Miami has been in, in circles having to do with tech.
1: Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, I hope you bring this up.
2: Okay, well, I don't know if exactly I'm going to bring up what you want to bring up, but in terms of the circles of tech, Miami's being heralded now as like the next like Silicon Valley or yeah. like where a lot of people from the West Coast are coming. To. Right. The next tech the and, tech boom. Yeah. And <laughs> the other day, somebody on Twitter posted like, oh, like, why wouldn't you want to come to Miami? As, Jack Abram. It, like perfect beaches, you know.
1: This, this one? Was it that one? About the that you can find an apartment for six hundred dollars that has, uh, I, well, you have my phone right now, so one I can't of the read defining it. Defining
2: characteristics of Miami is happiness and optimism. Hmm. I don't know about that one. I'm <laughs> stuck in traffic. People are happy here. I beg to differ. You see smiles on the street. Everybody says hi. There's a buzz and an energy in the air. There are even apartments here with balconies and water views for six hundred dollars a month. In what decade was that? Okay,
1: so you did. You were not going to bring that up. Like the minute I saw that no, on Insta, I, was, I had to take the picture. I okay, like, okay, well,
2: what, this, this is this is Jason. Yeah. So um, they want to make Miami a tech hub, which is fine. I'm totally yeah. Let's bring business. Let's that. bring business. Let's. But right. a lot of people like when when and I've heard this already here and there. There's also a lot of people from New York that have moved down here.
1: Yes, you know? and in the restaurant business, right. a lot of them. Yeah.
2: And I've heard already a little, you know, little comments here and there that people get annoyed by that. Little oh, pollitas. But other transplants, yeah. oh, transplants. Yeah. what yeah. do think they are, blah, blah, blah. How do we feel about that?
1: Well, I mean, look, Miami, there's always going to be transplants. And the reality of it is, you know, let, let's just keep it recent dish. And, you know, we've always got snowbirds. Right, we've always initially automatically got people who are coming here just for six months out of the year, and then they go somewhere else and they come. So, I mean, it's, it's inherent that we're always going to have a, you know, a, a, of, oh, I'm, I'm going to use the word mobile and that's not the right word, but that we're always going to have a population that's kind of, you know, transient, transient, transient that's the word, thank you. Um, now, with that said, I think that if you're going to come here and, and do the whole tech thing and make this a hub, perfect, to your point, I think it's great. It's an opportunity to create jobs. Realistically speaking, Miami historically has also always been the gateway to Latin America from the U.S. So that's another, you know, feather in the cap from a tech boom. You can also, you know, you you can run your Latin businesses while still being in the U.S. And, you know, American Airlines has a hub here. It's, you know, perfect. But my issue is with people like the tweet you just read. Mm -hmm. These are, you know, these tech bros who are... Selling a Miami that doesn't exist. And I don't understand if they understand the culture at all. Right. And this ties back to not and I'm not gonna go down the political route, but it's something that you you mentioned to me, like when you were working on the campaign, like there were you know consultants that were coming from other parts of the country with this preconceived notion of, oh, we're gonna say these things to appeal to Miami, you know, Hispanic voters. And you guys would be like, No, that means nothing That's here. That's not how it works here. <laughs> That's not how it works here. And it's people show up to, to Miami with this fundamental lack of understanding of how the community works thinking that they're going to show up and make the rules. Mm
2: -hmm. That is what I have an issue with. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I feel that I remember when I moved to the Midwest, um, you know, people had these like preconceived notions of, of, of what Miami was. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know misconception party town as a girl asked me one time oh my god do you go to the beach every day I'm like yes every (laughs) single day I go to the beach (laughs) it's just like the Will Smith song right (laughs) um but you know when I think of other cities or I go to other cities I, I am I guess rational enough to know that there's more to that city than Times that, Square and and Sunset Boulevard. That, oh, yeah, then then the stereotypes of that. Right. Like I, I, I'm, it's quite the opposite. I know that the stereotypes are probably a very very small part of the reality of living right. there, and you know I, I I think that Miami is like any other big city. It has its Wonderful, wonderful things that you look at and you are like, my gosh, we're so lucky to live here. Right. And then you have the things that you have to deal with that totally yeah. suck.
1: Mándame un rayo. Mandem yeah, <laughs>
2: and but that's the case everywhere, right. everywhere. Right. Um, so you know, as far as like the tech bros, I mean,
1: I want to know where he found that six hundred dollars apartment.
2: I I, I want to know too. I want I want the Zillow listing. I want it. Listeners, too. if you can find it, send it to us. I remember that a few years ago or some years ago. You know the Blue Diamond and Green Diamond in, Yes, um, yeah, in the beach, in the beach. So, that's one of like the most premier. Yeah, 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 super high-end in, yeah. in, in in Miami Beach. And um, I remember that, you know, the apartments are in the millions. Si, si, si. And I remember that they had listings for apartments that were like $300,000. And I'm like But but how how right and these apartments and Hmm. they were apartments they like a studio it was like a studio because it was like leftover space on the floor that they didn't know what to do with
1: so they're like fuck it we'll get some money out of it so
2: literally it was like a room
1: okay like a dorm room a room
2: like a dorm room. (laughs) <laughs> so, like so you you know when you say oh i'm living on the 40th floor of the blue diamond there's not a lie true that's, that's true. not a lie that is true i got an apartment at the blue diamond for three hundred thousand dollars you're telling the truth it wasn't a lie but yes your apartment is the size of most people's closets
1: right you can't have right. people over but yes
2: um so yeah i just think that people when they come here they especially people that are transplants they they they're not going to get right the logistics of Miami for example i i also saw on twitter um, it pertaining to one of these discussions of people coming to Miami and there were a couple of people it, it was a pro and it was a pro Miami comment thread and a anti Miami comment thread right a comment thread
1: so the anti Miami or anti tech boom in Miami
2: no anti Miami okay okay because The people that were, like, Mm anti-Miami were saying, like, oh, look at San Francisco. San Francisco and the Bay Area are the most diverse um, place in the country. And the people in Miami were like, no, Miami's more diverse. Yeah. And then these people were like, no, San Francisco's more diverse because San Francisco has people from, you know, 4,000 different countries. Right? So then I started thinking about that. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because in San Francisco and the Bay Area, oh. which we've been, I've been yeah, to yeah, several yeah, times yeah. and so have I've, you. I've been a few times. There may be more people represented by more countries worldwide. Uh-huh. But the majority of people in San Francisco are still white.
0: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Okay, say that again. There may be more... People represented in terms of more countries. Oh, okay, but the okay, the Majority okay. of people that still live in San Francisco by volume are, okay. are white. Okay, got it. So if sixty percent of your population is, is white. white, and the other forty are from miscellaneous other countries, yeah, your city's diverse. Mm-hmm. But here in Miami,
1: it's eighty percent. It's like
2: eighty, no, ninety yeah. percent. Somewhere else, yeah, and you and know, ten percent white. Yeah, right. So the minorities are the majorities. The right. So we are more
1: so, diverse in that sense. Right.
2: So so the, 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 to say that the Bay Area is more diverse than Miami is a technicality. So yes, right, right. and for example, they would sh- they were shitting on that. Oh, you know, Miami doesn't have a large Asian population. Yeah, oh, Miami uh. doesn't have a large Asian population, but also the Bay Area is the hub for the Asian population in the U.S. Yeah, right. It, I mean, just geographically, it's it's closer to Asia as well. So right, and historically, right. that is where most Asians came. went. Right, you know, um, so. Yes, maybe we need to work on attracting more Asians to my, you know, to South Florida. Right. That, maybe that's like we will do no. it? But when you say something like, "Oh, you know, Miami's not as diverse as the Bay Area because the Bay Area," you know, it, it, polls show that there's, you know, two hundred different nationalities. I'm like, right? Within what percentage of your population?
1: Right, if five percent, yeah, it's five percent of your population. That's right, two hundred countries. Right.
2: Even if it's twenty five percent of your population,
1: that's still minority. Right. You're still minority. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. You may have, you know. I don't know, a hundred people from Laos.
1: Right. (laughs) Great. Great. It's a hundred people though. Great.
2: But you still have, you know, a vast majority of white Americans. So do you want to talk about a diversity? Because I mean, let's split the hairs. I mean, let's, if you want to talk about diversity, meet me on 8th street. (laughs) Meet me at (laughs) sandwich at 8th street. And let's take a little stroll... A las de la tarde. Let's take a little stroll down 8th Street where nobody speaks English and everybody's foreign-born. Right. And 8th Street, as we know, is no longer... like Cayocho uh, from our youth. Uh, you no, know, or, or like Cayocho, that's Cuban. That's what I'm saying. You know, because it's, Cayocho yeah. now is really a melting pot sí. of, of Latin America. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk diversity, you know, your West Coast elites, you know, let, let's talk about diversity. Right. Okay, because here, not only Latin, I mean, Miami has a huge Haitian population, Bahamian yeah. population. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just that... Maybe in terms of numbers, it's not as diverse. You know, there's only right, 24 right. Latin American countries, right? right? <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> if, we're gonna, if we're just going to count Spanish speaking, 25 with Spain, fine, we'll, we'll toss right. them in there. Just for, but Miami uh, also
2: has a lot of Europeans and, and things like that. So, yeah. Calm down. Calm down, I, San Francisco. I, mean, I don't.
1: How do you feel about that tech, the tech, the proposed tech boom? Because it hasn't happened yet. It, I feel like this tech boom is going to be typical As – I'm going to shit on Miami a little bit. Typical like Miami, like blah, 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 and it's okay, so not going to – let's gonna... pretend
2: for all intents and purposes of the tech boom is going to happen. Okay. I have mixed feelings about it, and I'll explain to you why. Um, I'm all for growth, and I'm all for a boom. And, especially and, and a, jobs. A tech boom, which tech is the future. It is. You could give 100 arguments as to other things, but tech is it's the it's the present and it's the future. Absolutely. And it's going to bring jobs and it's going to bring a certain type of, of people, certain type of people to Miami that I don't necessarily think is bad. Um, my concern about the tech boom is that it's having having Miami be a tech hub is going to affect a problem that we already have in Miami, which are disproportionate wages and low wages altogether. Because Miami is a city that is heavily relied on the service industry. Yes. Right? Whether it's restaurants, whether it's hotels, um, it's tourism. Tourism. Mm-hmm. It's it, our, one of our biggest industries revolve around services. We're a beach city, of uh, course. Services or things having to do with service, which generally. Are not high-paying jobs. So my concern is now the income disparity that already exists that is now going to be exacerbated by all these tech people coming here. And as I think you were saying the other day, that um, just a conversation you and I were having, that when you moved from New York to Miami, I think yeah, you took a you took a superior you took a higher position but with less with pay, a, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, or equivalent. Equivalent. That's, a, equivalent that's position. a problem because yes, Miami as of now is still not as expensive as San Francisco and New York, but it's gotten a lot more expensive than just ten years ago. Yeah. Right. And wages have not gone up, and we're not even talking now about you know the the what the minimum wage should be. No, no, $50. no. no we're, just, we're we're just
1: talking about proportionally. You know, we're talking cost about of living
2: in general wages. Right. Because here you could have a really good job at a really good company, and you're making fifty grand. Yeah, right. Because that's just what they pay. Whereas in New York, you're make, you're going to make twice as much as that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you know, and maybe we don't have to make a hundred grand like in New York, but mm-hmm. it needs to be. Yeah, we, more, we don't know what the number is. It but, needs to be more proportionate right. to what the cost of living here is now. Right. And right now, it's not. Right, it's not. Yeah, right. and and you still have people that you know, you have a lot of minorities here, in Miami. Um, a, a lot of people that are either foreign. Or, you know, are, have different, you know, are not white. <laughs> right. We said At the end, the, day, but, the end of the day, yeah. You know, um, work in the service industry. And these are people that work extremely hard and are not, their, their compensation is, is... It's not commensurate. It's not. You know, and I, 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 th- I think I may have given this example in, in past conversations here on the podcast. You know, I always go back to this lady that I had uh, as a client um, in Hialeah. She worked, I don't know if
1: you've told this story. She,
2: she, worked, uh, she lived in a trailer park off of mm-hmm. 16th Avenue. And she owned her trailer. So the only thing that she was paying for was the lot. Right. And the lot rental was, I think, four or $500 a month. Right. She was a single mother. And she had two 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 daughters. Two high school-aged daughters. And look, she was living in a trailer park in Hialeah. It wasn't, you know, Beverly Hills or Coral Gables. <laughs> right? But... It, 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 you know, it, it was a, a neighborhood—the same thing, right, you know? right, 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 right. very working class, but a, a decent neighborhood that you could, yeah. you could say, your kids were being raised in in, in a decent neighborhood. That the violence, right, wasn't right. It energy. wasn't like a slum or anything. She, like that. her kids were going to good decent schools, schools, decent yeah. schools, and her trailer home park, like many trailer home parks. The land got sold, and right now when you go on Okeechobee and 16th, they're building the Pura Vida Center there, which they already did retail, and they're doing high-rises, apartments, luxury high-rises.
1: They're building a place for Costa Ricans? Huh? They're building a place for Costa Ricans?
2: (laughs) Pura Vida. (laughs) Um, And her buyout was like five grand, and I remember she came to my office crying- Because She had been a client For other reasons That she's like I don't know what to do Because it's $5,000 I don't do anything What am I going to do with this And like There's nowhere I could live around here That
1: Yeah with first and last months You're done
2: You're done And what what do you do What do you do the next month You're asking Where does she work She was a single mother And she worked at La Carreta And she I know how much She 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 was a server I know how much she made And Mm -hmm. what she made With her With tips There's no way There Even with tips There was no way That she could afford a one bedroom apartment like a regular one bedroom apartment with like you know twelve, fourteen hundred dollars 1400 rent there's right. no way she could afford that and you know she and she's got two kids and have two kids and all that and she worked her ass off as a waitress yeah. so you can't say oh well you know she didn't work or she was yeah, right, lazy right, 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 right. she worked her ass off as a waitress and that's a reality for a lot of people yeah. so where are these people going to gonna go?
1: yeah what happens now with you know with the tech
2: boom yeah so uh, you know again I'm I'm for it but I'm for it. But you have to make things right across the board with mm-hmm. people. So you know.
1: Yeah. I Speaking of things closing, we think a Norman Brothers produce is closing.
2: Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because we need to talk about that. I'm like <laughs> really upset about that.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing not because I'm laughing because of the, the rea- you guys will never see this because it's audio, but the reaction when I
2: said that it was just like no stop everything right okay. now okay. We're, we're talking about. this. To our listeners out there, <laughs> yes. Who any of you that have power. Oh. Okay. How can we <laughs> stop this hap- to happen? Or all right. They, well, let's 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 give a little bit of background on what they Norman re- Relocator whatever. On what Norman Brothers Produce is. Okay. So Norman Brothers Produce. So in the middle of suburbia, <laughs> yeah, really, um, in the Kendall area of Miami, in literally the middle of suburbia, there is this green barn. This large green barn that sells fresh produce. But you know, in the, in, in the years since it opened, and I think it's been around for what, like 50, 60 years? Yeah. Since it opened, it's become one of these like sort of farmers markets where they have like a deli and they have like um, cheeses, they have a juice bar, a juice bar. They have, yeah. have um, milkshakes, me- no? meats. You could get really good cuts of meats there. They have great wine yeah. there. So it's become one of these like. Um, niche markets. It's like it's like
1: best kept secret. Yes, um, that everybody knows is there.
2: <laughs> yeah, everybody knows is there, and they have like really really good gourmet like mm-hmm. uh meal like food there that yeah, like yeah, yeah, you can yeah. buy. You that you like chicken salad. Have you had their chicken salad? I have. Amazing. They're they have. Desserts. Maybe they'll sell us the recipe. They have desserts. It's it's and it's it's very unique. It's very Miami. It's only one of them. Yeah, there's no and chain. And they sold the land and you know what they're building there? Assisted living. Facility. An assisted living facility. Which I'm totally for them.
1: <laughs> Listen, at least it's not a storage or another bank or a CVS. Yes, or a mattress giant. Right. So at least it's something um, that is useful.
2: But it's just what what hurt so much about Norman Brothers going out of business is and they haven't they haven't said when it's going to be. It's probably going to be next year. So oh, they haven't said? Yeah, they haven't said. So oh, okay. there's still... If you haven't gone, go. <laughs>
1: Stock up on the chicken salad.
2: Um, It's just a shame that it's closing, not only because it's been around for so long, but I can't think of any other place in Miami like that. That's like that? Because you know what Miami does lack that most big cities have is um uh, a city market. We don't have a city market. You know what I mean when I say city market no. Like these... Food halls. That it's like a big, big hall, and then you have different little vendors. Like you have your your sea people who sell seafood, the people who sell oh, food, okay, 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 yes, sell. yes, yes, yes. Like, like um, i oh, yeah, like in Seattle, like the Seattle Public Market. I mean, they have those yeah, everywhere, Pike Place, everywhere, yeah, yeah, everywhere. Um, in Mercado San Miguel you're, you're of, right. of Madrid, you're we don't. right. We don't. The mo-
1: the most that we have is like farmers markets that pop up on the weekends. I'm saying that's as close as we get.
2: Yeah, but we don't have a city no, no, market no, no. like city yeah, 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 market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Where like people, and it's so funny because like just in seafood alone, we're right we there. Could. I mean, yeah, we could like it... seafood and fruit. We just don't, and and you know, a, a lot of it is a lot of the cities that do have these markets are older cities that you know these markets have existed yeah forever. for over a hundred years. Um, but I mean, we should have one, and we don't. We don't have a public market, so. It, we, there's nothing.
1: So what you're saying is, once Bean Pump Oil gets off the ground, that's going to be our next venture. What <laughs> to start a city market for Miami? Well, yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean it's it's,
1: a na- it's I mean listen, lawyer, podcaster, chicken magnate, city market creator. I mean that's a natural progression yeah, right there.
2: Just like the Starlight Diner, you know. <laughs> the, I don't know if you guys remember the Starlight Diner um, in Kendall. <laughs> By the movie theater. This is a, a total Miami reference. Yeah, that's so you have one. to be from Miami to know this. But there's there's this diner, which is actually now Latin House. That's right, yes. Which we love Latin House. Yes, visit, guys. But uh, the, the, where Latin House is now, it looks very much like a 50s diner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because that originally was the Starlight Diner. And it was open for many years. And it was exactly what you think it is. a, a, a diner. diner yeah. made Burgers out of mold, and like shakes stainless and fries. steel. Yeah. Right. And they had burger shakes and fries and malts and all that stuff. And they had three locations. <laughs> Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Moscow. Because <laughs> Ish and I would always <laughs> laugh because, you know, when you open an establishment in Miami... Obviously, the next, if you want to expand, Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale is an obvious Absolutely. one. Same Absolutely. Same metropolitan. Same metropolitan Right, um,
1: same DMA a- area.
2: Yeah. But then it's like, oh, okay, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. The only logical choice after that Russia. is Moscow, right? Russia. Right? right. Yeah. Moscow.
1: I wonder if the Moscow one is still open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like they didn't even think of going to another state. No. They crossed the Atlantic. They crossed Europe. Well, Eurasia they, yeah. they 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 went all the way to Eurasia To be like This is where we should open up Our next location And 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 we actually looked into it It wasn't a franchise
1: No like...
2: No no It's not like somebody bought the rights and, yeah. and nope. 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 nope They had a meeting And thought that that was the <laughs> Not Georgia Not either Carolina Nope, nope.
1: Russia Moscow, Moscow. So,
2: so yeah It's like Can't somebody like buy Norman Brothers And I don't know <laughs> Let's transplant that green barn somewhere It's mobile
1: That's true Maybe somebody's already looking into it. I think what happened there is probably similar to what what happened um, with uh, this other place uh, near uh, Rio Cristal. I think maybe the owners are just at a certain age where they're tired. Yeah, maybe the next generation
2: is the one that's going to do it. You oh know? man,
1: mm-hmm. it is what I mean. It's the truth. Oh yeah, it's una clavitu like to, you know, to, to do and especially them because everything there is like organic and farm to table so it's not even like one of the trucks shows up at 7 unloaded and go right
2: but i'm sure that the management of norman brothers is not you know like picking the heads of lettuce no no no, lettuce. no but i'm just
1: saying but i'm saying you have to deal with like you know it's it's a lot i, I would – i don't know this to be a fact but i would imagine it's a lot more nuanced than just yeah, I wish I a warehouse i inherited a
2: business from my parents you know that for years for years <laughs> Our listeners, I think, would appreciate this for years. You know what I thought was like the bombest business—a banquet hall. Actually, I mean, it's still—it's a great bit. Bu- that is like a one-time yeah, investment. But banquet, banquet halls are not that in anymore because people are doing it now more in hotels and like gardens. And That's true. Stuff like that. Well,
1: I mean, event spaces is a is a good investment.
2: Yeah, but but the thing is that I I think that now. I think before when banquet halls were really in their like heyday, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were having a I venue to a banquet hall, having a wedding at a nice hotel or a nice, like, more upper class wedding venue it was, of was out price of price range, right? Out of you know price range for a lot of people. But I think that now, especially with the people getting married, are like second generation, true, or first or second generation. They have more disposable income. Um, Things are not as... You know, I I think wedding venues maybe have... There's more of a variety. I mean, la gente se empeñan nowadays more. Right, no, but there's more of a variety. Because, like, you could get married at the Marriott and still have a really nice wedding. That's true. It doesn't have to be at, you know, the the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, that's true. Right? Uh, Pero antes, you know, exclusive banquet hall, that was the shit... You know, or fantasy. No, what I love is that banquet halls are still kind of a thing. Well, they exist, of in, course. In, in Hialeah.
1: There, Hialeah. There's one on La Ocho and Yeah, no but, in, no,
2: but in Hialeah, there's still like a lot. Oh, really? A lot. Like, it's still like, like a legit business. There, yeah, in Hialeah, there's Seduction Banquet Hall, there's My Dreams Banquet Hall, there's Utopia Banquet Hall, which is next to a welding. Uh, yard um <laughs> well, medley. Had, well it's true you do have to build your own utopia there's celebrity celebration banquet hall these are the ones that like off the top of my head damn i'm thinking about thinking about but i used to think i'm like oh my gosh like this is like the it's best cash business. cow it's a cash cow it's all parties so you're dealing with like happiness no, and again
1: it's it's for the most part it's a one-time investment you know what i mean I, I, you you buy the tables you buy the chairs you buy a couple of the the chair covers
2: You're good. I think to have this conversation, we should have bring in our uh, wedding and event planner consultant. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Stephanie from uh, Mamas and Merlot, but from Events by You. That's right. Check her out. Let's plug her page one more time. Yes, plug Events by (laughs) You by Stephanie. No, she's amazing. She
1: has has a birthday coming up. That's our gift to you, Stephanie. (laughs) The other day
2: I was talking to her because she posted something of... um, some event that she did that had a lot of balloons. But uh, I feel all the events she does have a lot of yeah. balloons. And I was telling her that. Clearly
1: she doesn't have a latex allergy. That in
2: my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like one of these like elaborate balloon like setups, uh-huh. right? I was like, in my mind, she gets her like a five o'clock in the morning <laughs> and starts blowing up the balloons. <laughs> by the end of the day, she's exhausted. <laughs> but accomplished. Yes. <laughs> I was like, in my mind, that's how it works. I know it's not, <laughs> but
1: let's all pretend it is.
2: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, banquet halls. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I'll never forget that Birdside Banquet Hall was on sale. Like I don't know, some years ago. And that I was. Like, into it? I was like, oh my gosh, well, let's like buy Birdside Banquet Hall. <laughs> Remember when you looked into buying the Book Barn? Yes. <laughs> I'm not gone but not forgotten. This should be our gone but not forgotten corner, Pedro, yes. let me tell you. Okay, listeners, again, listeners from Miami. Yes. Um, this is a very, very Miami thing. But um, there was, again, in the middle of suburbia in a shopping center here in Miami. Yes, um, there was this place called The Book Barn. And it was an independently owned um, bookstore. But it was a trading bookstore. So you would take your old right. books. You would get credit for them. And then you could get new books. You can also purchase the books yeah, flat yeah, out. Yeah. But um, I think most high school students that were raised in the Westchester Kendall area knew the book barn because that's where you would get your cliff notes.
1: It's your cliff notes and also anytime you had to buy anything for school you would right. buy it and then you go return it there so you could buy the next right. books. And
2: So the book barn was sort of a relic right? Because again you don't see those book no. stories here no. in Miami at all. And it was a relic and it, it, sur- it survived like multiple moves because The Book Barn, Mm -hmm. when it closed, it was on Bird and 107.
1: That's where it was there for years.
2: But that's not where it was originally. It was originally Mm -hmm. where Pinch a Penny is. Really? Yes, because where Pinch a Penny is, if you notice, that building is a little bit on the newer side. Yeah, there used to be a little strip mall there with the book. No, barn. I remember the strip mall. I don't remember that. I used to have Pinch a Penny.
1: No, but I don't remember Book and Barn there. It
2: was a small little. Strip I remember
1: Book Barn, barn was being on one hundred and seven.
2: Yeah, it, they moved there. That's like their new location. <laughs> they moved there like when we were middle school. To me, that's their new location. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, maybe I don't know four or five years ago. More. It wasn't that long ago that they closed. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. The Book Barn closed, and again, yes, it, it was because it, w- it was before I before I was in new york it, w- it was less than 10 years ago for okay. sure um and the book barn closed and i think it was one of those things as well like they didn't want to
1: they were they just done wanna, they were done with it They're and done. i was like
2: can we all collectively like get together like our savings and save the book barn I would have done we it We even had ideas I would have done it Remember that we were gonna have like a little coffee uh, A little
1: coffee area like And a, a little, little ch- child section. if we would
2: have bought the book barn, we could have recorded our podcast from there and we could It have could have been had, home of Pero Let Me Tell You And we could have had live podcast recordings
1: Damn it If only we had known that podcast were gonna exist and now there's
2: like a jewelry store there <laughs> I think it's a jewelry store Or is it una, una beluguería No Una six
1: <laughs> You know what guys Latin hairstylists were gender fluid and all and all inclusive before all of the bathrooms were
2: okay. The only sex next to the Sharon Williams that nobody goes only me.
1: (laughs) You're right. I've never been in there.
2: (laughs) That's been open for like like 400 years. Yeah, I'm the only person that goes, and I go to Sharon Williams because I like Sharon Williams' paint. Well, that is not, and a, every that time, is not an advertisement, every people. Go, but if,
1: if you know someone at Sherwin-Williams who wants to and <laughs> sponsor us. every time I've us, gone
2: throughout the years, I'm the only person in the store. The only It's like the paint
1: the version store. of Circuit City. What
2: I'm thinking is that it's, since they've been open for so long is that they probably got a lot of business from commercial. They have to. The commercial paints. There's no the other way. Gallon paints. that they mix up in the back of Yeah, there's no the other way. Painting, painting companies come and get. Because, like, customers, never. Like, never. Never. You're because right. in, in Home Depot, when you want to go buy paint at Home Depot, ahead and número. Y espera. 54. And then, you know, the Cuban couple will go up C. Yo quiero pintar el cuatro de rojo vino con mucho brillo. Because we've talked about this yes. here in the podcast. For some reason. We love satin finish. Human, satin, no, semi-gloss. Semi-gloss. No, semi-gloss, ha sido limpia. And I'm like, semi-gloss for the interior is like. The worst thing ever. It's like it, it captures every like every imperfection, imperfection of life. of the wall. And it's just horrible the way the light reflects. And you're painting your house burgundy or terracotta, you know, to begin with. But, but, they, whatever. but they probably also put fluorescent right. lighting. So about 20 hours later, they get to your number. And then, you know, it's like no insurance. You just walk in. Well,
1: yeah, because there's nobody there.
2: There's nobody there. <laughs> you got great customer service. <laughs> I, I, the other day, where was it that I went the other day that had like. The other day, mm-hmm. at this point in time, I don't get mad at these things. No, I mean, no. This
1: is, no, it becomes anecdotal for our this show. This going
2: to be like me being Karen, right? You probably <laughs> don't go to the CVS on the CVS on Sunset and 117.
1: Well, no, because it's kind of far from me. Okay,
2: if you go to that CVS after 8 o'clock at night, there's nobody there. What do you mean there's nobody there? There's nobody there. The other day, actually, when I printed our pictures, you didn't notice our pictures. Oh, shit. No, I did not notice it, the pictures. I, I, I had to go print them at CVS because Walgreens picture machine was broken. Okay. So, I'm like, do it. I'm going to walk into this CVS and there's not going to be anybody there. There wasn't. Not a soul. No, because they, don't have, one, they have like one employee. For the whole store. Right. So, that employee has to be like stocking stuff. So, at night, when you go there, okay. they're stocking stuff and then there's like a line of people in the front. And they don't have a self checkout. They Actually, they do now. They just got one. Okay. But let's just say that the type of people that go to CBS <laughs> are generally not the best ones. At least this CBS. For a self checkout? Got it. Right? Um, si, sí, porque tengo la tarjetica, <laughs> que hago la tarjeta de CBS. Señora, ahí está diciendo que ponga su número de teléfono. Sí, pero yo quiero escan la tarjetica. Señora, no tiene que escan la tarjetica. Puede poner su número de teléfono. <laughs>
1: oh the never-ending battles oh my gosh
2: that's like the other day well but the, the point was that i was like shit they look so cute shit i have to pick up pictures that means that it's in the photo department oh
1: you're gonna die the are waiting I'm there. like
2: oh no like, <laughs> i even do, I'm like, should died. i just come tomorrow and it's funny because there was one person it was like a, a younger guy and he's like look i don't work photo but i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna figure oh, it I'll out and he he did he did so i was like oh gonna be a problem
1: imagine but, if it had been like you know <laughs> hilda
2: <laughs> but actually
1: she would not have figured i do it have out. a follow-up not that. only was she not figured it out she wouldn't even bother to tell I you she do was gonna have try a
2: follow up to that because so the other day i was at the walgreens by my office in hialeah okay and again when these things happen like i think okay podcast right yeah, yeah no
1: this is anecdotal already. and
2: again i don't I've said this before on the show. I don't get mad at these things.
1: These are the nuances that people don't understand about Miami.
2: That I love. I was like, I, I thrive for this. Like I was at Walgreens okay. and I was buying water for the office because whatever. Crystal water hadn't Crystal Waters
1: <laughs> You had not received hundred percent pure love?
2: No, I had <laughs> They hadn't whatever, they hadn't brought in our Tanks of water yet, so we needed water, and I went to go get a few bottles of water. Anyway, so there we were, probably like six. Like
1: ain't that Crystal Waters. Yeah, because I was thinking like
2: <laughs> Crystal Waters hasn't passed by yet. And then I was thinking, actually, I was. Does she offer? I wasn't thinking of one hundred percent pure. I was thinking of the oh, gypsy dee- woman. Gypsy woman. Oh lord. Anyway, so that her name was Alicia. The, the senora in oh, the okay, counter okay, okay. of Walgreens. Okay. Bueno. There was probably like five people in line. And the guy in the front was like a younger guy. And his debit card was not working. Okay. So then you automatically assume, oh, like it's his card. Right. Right. But he happens to have cash. So okay. after like trying for five minutes, he just paid in cash and left. Okay. But then the next person went up and her card wasn't working either.
1: So now it's it's the reader.
2: Yes. Okay. So now Alicia. Behind the counter, I, ya no está trabajando la tarjeta de crédito. So she picks up the phone, you know, the PA system and she's like, "Mirta, oh no, Mirta."
1: I don't think Mirta's gonna be very helpful.
2: And these are the type of things That when I think of You know These California transplants Right This is what they're gonna have To enfrentarse This is over the loudspeaker At Walgreens in Hialeah Mirta Estamos teniendo un problema Con la tarjeta otra vez Mirta So then The lady Alicia Uh Comes out You know She kind of sticks her head out To the five of us waiting And Uh she's like No No car Only cash (laughs) Y (laughs) atrás de mi Había una mujer Sí, pero yo tengo una mala tarjeta de EBT, porque she was buying apparently EBT things that you can walk. Food, she was buying food, yeah. Food, and she's like, no, no tarjeta. She's like, sí, pero el EBT. <laughs> and she said, no, es que no está trabajando no. En la tarjeta. Sí, pero esto no es una tarjeta de crédito. <laughs> sí, pero no está aceptando tarjeta <laughs> en el centro de la India. Y digo, señora, es una tarjeta, no es una tarjeta de crédito, pero es una tarjeta. La máquina que escanea las tarjetas <laughs> no, no está sumando. trabajando. <laughs> Ay, entonces qué me hago? Espera. <laughs> espera que espera que aunque venga Mirta a arreglar la máquina de la tarjeta like this is this was my Tuesday like
1: I love that she had no clue what to do yo no. she's like what happens now no,
2: She's like entonces qué me hago tiene algún punto I mean I don't know what do you want me to tell I'm you like, wait wait for Mirta the tech person technical assistance Mita for my tea. No, but Mita, no resolvió because you know what I, I, know. I did. Oh no! 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 I was proactive. Next to the cash register, Where? they had an ATM machine, and I go, I'm bypassing this bullshit. Mm. I, I I go actually, I go to the lady with the EBT card. I go, save my space, and I went to, <laughs> I, went to the, I went to the ATM machine, and I got took out twenty dollars, and boom, I was done. I was like, I'm no, 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 I'm bypassing this.
1: You know, I will say this, but but but, but again, but the, what what I love about this actually is, I like again. Having worked my, my high school years and college years at a supermarket, it's a pain in the ass, but you can enter a credit card by hand.
2: I I think that what and was Alicia, happening was... Alicia I, was not, I, was I, not, I was I not think having that it. The system was down, and it could only... I, I, I don't know. The point was that <laughs> it was not scanning credit cards. Inclusive of EBTs. Inclusive of BBTS, right? Anything in a plastic car. <laughs> with a with a metallic strip was yes. not going to happen. Yes, but I like I love moments like that. I absolutely <laughs> love them because I'm like, ah, where else? Only in Miami or in this case, Hialeah. Where else? Will Alicia, who is like 85, but full of life, will get the phone to get on the intercom <laughs> to call me the system that everybody in the store can hear. Mirta! <laughs> Mirta, la máquina de la tarjeta no está trabajando otra vez. Por favor, a front register. <laughs> and only in Miami will the one behind me who are was probably Xiomara. You know, be like, I can't believe you know what? I'm Looking oh, back on it, I should have told me that. But here's a fresco. a fresco. Yeah, it's true. There's a fr- fresco yeah, There's right a supermarket. There. It's go. so funny because that, that supermarket, that little corner mm-hmm. now, it's like one of these things is not like the other. There's a fresco, a, Nav- a Navarro, and a Chick-fil-A.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that Sesame Street yeah. setup.
2: Yeah. It's funny because... That Chick-fil-A, when you see the people that go to Chick-fil-A, I'm like, oh, this is the other demographic of Hialeah. They, they only
1: come here during the day to work. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, because
2: it's Mirta and Alicia, no van a Chick-fil-A. ¿Chifila? Okay, no, <laughs> cuando Mirta y Alicia quieren comer Isiomara, <laughs> uh-huh. quieren, quieren comer, you know, fast food chicken, ellos van McDonald's y se comen los pollitos. Oh, poyo tropical. No, 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 no. No, mm-hmm. they want fast food. Oh, okay. They, 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 ah, verdad. Pollo tropical es comida. Yeah. Es verdad. remember
1: well, after all of that with Alicia and Mirta and Xiomara, I'm a little thirsty. I think it's time for last sodas. Yes. Do you have your last you soda ready, sir? All right. So I'm actually going to give my last soda to somebody who I, full disclosure, did not think I would ever give a last soda to. Um,. I'm giving my last soda to Jaden Smith.
2: Okay. Wow. Sure.
1: Will and Will and Jada's uh, eldest son, and the reason that I'm giving him the last soda is because so he recently just um he just turned I believe 21, and what he decided to do for his 21st birthday was to actually open up a restaurant which is an expansion of a food truck that he has, which is called I Love You, that is basically about giving homeless people free food.
2: Oh, oh, that's awesome.
1: So um, it's – and I'm going to quote what Smith said, uh, Jaden Smith. He said, it's for homeless people to get free food, but if you're not homeless, not only do you have to pay, but you have to pay more than the food's worth so that you can pay for the person behind you. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I think it's it's a good initiative. I mean, you hear about all these entitled, you know, young rich kids and, and whatnot, you know, 21st birth. And then maybe, look, maybe he had a huge blowout for his 21st birthday as well. But and that's fine. I mean, but, but, he's saying he can. but he's actually trying to figure out how to do something to give back to the community. And, you know, what? It's, again, in this day and age of celebrity excess, I think it's nice to see a celebrity or celebrity adjacent, you know, celebrity offspring. Do something positive, good, especially at at twenty one. Because at twenty one, I can't say that I was thinking about how to come up with an initiative to feed the homeless.
2: I don't think you were, (laughs) but that's okay. But that's okay. Look, I'm I'm so cute. But we were doing community service.
1: No, no, no. We were giving back. But I'm just saying, like, it didn't dawn on me to start a whole freaking restaurant. (laughs) You know, I also don't have the funds of you know of a Jaden Smith. So that may also be a big no. I
2: mean good for him but yeah good for him wow that, that was surprising i didn't think you would he's not your favorite well it's not that you've disliked him but he's one of these I, he's like, one of these people
1: who's just like Ugh, jaden smith again
2: like yeah he, he and a lot of times he seems a little bored with like with like his life yeah and it's like, mm-hmm. but no but that's great for him that's not hate on yeah. him great for him yep so my last soda goes to kareem jean pierre and okay. she is the uh, deputy press secretary at the White House. And she has been holding daily press meetings this week. And she is the first black woman in, oh, I wow. think, more than 30 years to brief reporters at um, the briefing room. And, again, we say this all the time in the podcast. Whenever we talk about, you know, the first people. And... The first this or the first yeah. that. And it's like, again...
1: How are we? How are we still celebrating first? The
2: first black woman in thirty years. It's like, I, like how? Like how did this take so long? Where, I mean, thirty years to I
1: come mean, back to this. Yeah,
2: that was four or five presidents ago. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, but you know, good for her that she is. Um, she has that role, and you know, she. You know, the, the the press secretary is a very important job because you are the face of the administration in briefings. Yeah. And you are the voice of the administration and briefing. So it's good that, you know, we have somebody who is a little bit more, not not as not a, a form of inclusivity, but it's a little bit more as to, again, the diversity yes. of our country. And, yes. You know, mm-hmm. its people and, and so.
1: Yes. Which is why I think if you ever get elected to office, your press secretary should be chattel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That, I think I would run for office just for that. Yes, and part of my cabinet is going to be channel. Yes, that, that channel. Do you know another? Do you know what Coochie Coochie means? You're about to. Yes. And whoever tells me they want to cancel Coochie Coochie, tough luck. <laughs> We're going to go on the love boat. Ex- oh, yeah, before we go. Yes. Did you hear who uh, failed the ba- the bar or the baby bar?
1: Uh, Ms., Ms., Ms. keeping up with herself. Oh
2: my gosh. I, I, I just have so many, I just have so many things to say about that. That I don't know why I brought it up at the very end of the show. <laughs> Save it for next week. No, no, she, she you, look. <laughs> <laughs> you just said like five words, but none of them what? were s- sentences. I know, I know she gets a lot of shit. And I also know, and let's, let's give credit where credit is due. To build the empire that they have built, they have to be smart. Right. Right? They're because not stupid. right? You can't be stupid and just totally like oblivious. Luck is only going to get you so far. And luck and, and a hot ass.
1: Is Look at gonna, me. I, have, I haven't gotten that far. Yes. I had both.
2: And that's only going to take you so far. So whether it's, to her mom or her mom and her they've been very careful and very meticulous in terms mm-hmm. of the success they've, they've gathered or garnered that's fine but i don't care what she i, I don't believe it and this is not you know and again i'm i'm i very much believe people when they tell me things right and i always give people the benefit of the doubt In California, it is true that in California, you don't need to go to law school to sit for the bar exam. Okay. Right? The reason why that was um, done is so, for example, my assistant Esther, Mm -hmm. she lived in California for like 30, 20 some years. And she was a paralegal. Okay. Esther knows more than most attorneys that I know. Right. Right? My assistant. So it was designed for people like her, people that have worked in law for years, Okay, know the okay. law, understand it, know how to apply it, can rationalize legally. And can just take that next step. And maybe step. never just went to law school and they, they can sit for the bar okay. and get a license to practice law in California. Right? In order for you to do that, the amount – you have to put an extremely large amount of hours – working for a law firm right. right and I don't care what anybody tells me Kim Kardashian it's impossible for her to have put put in the amount of hours that they require. <laughs> Because if she's if she is really running all these businesses and doing all that these requires things time and traveling to all these places and she was doing this before COVID and she has kids and she has kids and she has a family and she's an entrepreneur right. and she's a mogul and she's this and she's that and she's going around everywhere. How on she you know she may have a lot of privilege, but she has only twenty four hours in the day, <laughs> just like we do. Yes. So how is she doing this? Right. Right. How is she putting the amount of hours? That you have to put in order to get um, past the bar or take the bar through this loophole, which I'm not against. I'm not against, you know, again
1: because of what it was created for, right?
2: Because again, in the case of my assistant, I think my assistant should be an attorney. Yeah, like she again, she's better and smarter. She sits for that bar. She's going yeah. that most attorneys that yeah. I know, yeah. right? So I, I actually don't see it as a bad thing. But there's nobody who's going to convince me that Kim Kardashian has sat down and done the hours needed for this. Like I just I don't believe it. And 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 again, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. But well but just logistically. But like you remember when I took the bar. It overtook all
1: of our lives. And
2: it it, it is it it overtakes your life and it's a physical and mental and emotional burden that you carry with you. I mean it is it is horrible. It is it's just horrible went to take the bar and the study and the preparation and the anxiety the and pressure. the pressure and just i feel that somebody like her and this has nothing to do with her intelligence she could be a very intelligent person her just so casually like, being like i'm gonna oh, i'm gonna work for a law firm and i'm gonna make you know I'm, I'm gonna write briefs and oh my gosh like some of the attorneys that told me that i wrote like a brief they were like so impressed they couldn't believe it no no because legal writing and legal research is very different it's very different it's very it's it's another language you have to learn yeah Yeah. so this didn't come naturally to you and i don't care that your dad was robert kardashian you know um in in a way to me it's kind of like a mockery of it you know that's like oh my gosh yeah because like i'm working at a law firm and i'm getting hours and i'm gonna sit for the bar you know uh, a lawyer and it's like man you know so many people have to bust their ass, sacrifice to get into law school, right? Have to bust their ass. People that like come from very, you know, um, challenging backgrounds that are not privileged. That you know just have every obstacle in the world to get into law school, pass law school, sit for the bar, pass the bar, and you're just like, oh, I think I'm going to be a lawyer today. So you know, <laughs> unless you're El <Elle> Woods. <laughs> And even she actually went
1: to law school. And she
2: went to law school. She went to law school. Like, it's hard. Right. I love the part when he's like, do you think she just, uh, Professor Callahan, do you think she just woke up and decided, I'm going to go to law school today? <laughs> yeah, she, kinda she kind of <laughs> did. She kind of did. Anyway, oh, better like. him Kim Kardashian, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyway, we hope everybody <laughs> listen, laugh, and learn. Yeah, that that's ending it a little salty. Was... We hope everybody listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, grab your Barbary book. I mean, your croqueta, <laughs> your pastelito, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, Pero Friday, see you yes, all next Yes,
1: long week. weekend. Woo! Enjoy. Enjoy. We're suelto y vacunado. Yes. <laughs> Better Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismailiano, produced by Ismailiano, and our theme, Better Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michelangelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Selling a
0: little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC.